Welcome back into the Tide Talk Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Stacy Blackwood, once again joined by my good buddy Jake Thomas. Jake, what's up, man? Man, doing great. We got a lot of good action this weekend. Of course, we have LSU, and uh, we haven't forgotten what happened in 2019, you know, after Ed Orgeron, what he said in the locker room. So, you know, we're going to be ready, and it's going to be joy, joyless murder ball, as we call it. That's right. We're we're, going to talk a lot about that here in just a few minutes. But first, I got to tell you about our friends at betonline.ag. Whether it's the NBA, the NFL, or college football, betonline.ag is the place to go for all your online sports betting needs. If you head on over to their all-new and improved website or use your mobile device, you can sign up today and use promo code BELIEVE50 to receive the 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. And real quick, Jake, our Atlanta Braves were able to win the World Series a couple nights ago, the first in 26 years. Uh, what a great feeling that was as lifelong Braves fan and, yes. and the kind of turmoil we've been through the last, you know, 20-something years of not winning a World Series. But it was great to get that win and uh, a lot of fun to watch this team grow this year. Absolutely, man. It was, it was awesome. And, uh, and you know, I, I wish we would have won it at home just yeah. because – but, but it was just a great feeling after having, you know, the All-Star game snatched from us. And then Rob Manfield having to give us the World Series trophy. Oh, I know. I loved it. And, and he got and, booed. He got oh, booed. Oh, yeah. Good. And and I'm, I'm glad that Acuna was able to make it because, I mean, he's yeah. a big part of this, of this team. And he wasn't be, able to be on the field. So, that makes him hungry to get back out there next year and – come out and kick butt. And and if we've number one priority though, I know this ain't, you know, a podcast about, about Atlanta Braves, <laughs> but we have to re-sign Freddie Freeman. That yeah. is number one priority. He's we've got to re-sign him. Yeah, Dansby Swanson even said so in his in the parade, you know, after in the celebration today, mm-hmm. re-sign Freddie. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Because yeah, he so- is a heart and soul. He is. He's he's every he means everything to that organization. As good as the young players are uh, Freddie Freeman is the heart and soul of that organization, and it would be a shame to let him walk away. Yeah, it would be. But anyways, let's get back to some some college football talk and some Alabama talk. <laughs> and and real quick, guys, make sure you are subscribed. We're trying to reach our goal of 200 subscribers on YouTube. We're sitting at around 115 right now, and we've gotten there really quickly. We really appreciate everybody that is subscribed so far. And you can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music or anywhere that you find great podcast. Make sure to hit that like button and the share button as well. All right, Jake, let's run down a couple of these SEC games outside of the matchup between Alabama and LSU uh, before as we end this podcast here in a little bit. But uh, L, uh, excuse me, Auburn at Texas A and M, Jake. What, what are your feelings on that game? You know this. This has the potential, I think, for Auburn to, to keep on rolling. I mean, they've been playing well lately. But A&M, you know, ever since they they beat Alabama, it seems like they got a little bit of momentum and and they're, they've been playing outstanding. Uh, Spiller has been been outstanding and that running game has been, been hot. Uh, and, and, you know, a lot of people put, you know, ha- have reservations about Alabama being number two because of an unranked, lost an unranked A&M team. But I'm sorry. A&M's a top 15 team. I mean, that defense is still great. And yeah. uh, and offensively, I know they have woes at quarterback, but Calzada's finally starting to come in on his own. But, I mean, with it being at home, the 12th man is tough. Uh, I can see Auburn still staying hot, but I can also see A&M 
you know, winning by, I'd say, 14, 15, 16 points. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. I kind of feel like this game could either be extremely tight or A&M kind of wins it in runaway fashion. Either way, I think A&M gets the win. I just think they're the more talented team. It's at home. So, I'm with you. I think A&M gets the win here. Uh, real quick, let's just run down the rest of the SEC games, and you just tell me who you think is going to win. Uh, just to kind of be a fun little segment here before we get to some Alabama football talk. Absolutely. Right. Missouri at Georgia. Georgia. <laughs> By mile. <laughs> Liberty at Ole Miss. Uh, Ole Miss. Yep. Mississippi State at Arkansas. Uh, I'm going That's with a, Arkansas because it's, it's okay. at Arkansas. Okay, I'm I'm going to go Mississippi State. I think they're hot uh, right now. I think yeah. Will Rogers is hot right now. They're coming off that big win against uh, Kentucky. But you could also say that this is kind of a game that Michael Leach loses. You know, he's always – we talked about last week. This is how it felt like the Kentucky game is a game that he just wins – you could also make the, the argument that this Arkansas game is a game that Mike Leach loses. So uh, I'm going to go with Mississippi State because I think they're playing a little better football right now than what Arkansas is playing. Yeah. Uh, Florida at South Carolina. Florida by a mile. Yep, I agree. All right. Tennessee at Kentucky. Very interesting game, uh, but Kentucky is at home, so I'm going, I'm going to say Kentucky just – by like a three-point win by late field goal. Yeah, Kentucky is only – excuse me. I think Tennessee is now a one-point favorite in the game. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Um, I'm going to go – I'm going to go with uh, – I'm going to go with Tennessee. I think Tennessee gets, gets another kind of crucial win for – for Josh Hopple in this first season. I think they're they're a lot better team than even what the record may indicate, you know, sitting there at four and four right now. Uh, you know, they hung with Alabama until the fourth quarter and and their depth really showed there. Right. Uh, but as far as rosters, they're pretty comparable to Kentucky. Uh, I think Hendon Hooker is a much better quarterback than what Kentucky has. So I think Hendon Hooker is the difference in the game. And he's probably a guy in the SEC that nobody talks about that's one you really one of the better players. Yeah. I mean Hendon Hooker is 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 a really good uh playmaker. You know, he come in I think in the third game and uh, after Joe Milton lost his, you know, uh, starting spot spot and that, that Tennessee offense has been been different since. So, you know, he he's definitely their future. Yeah, well they can make explosive plays. Kentucky doesn't really make any explosive plays, and I just think that's going to be the difference uh, in the game. And I think it'll probably be a kind of a low-scoring game. Maybe yeah. Tennessee wins 23-20, something along those lines, So, which is a low-scoring game in today's <laughs> world of college football. Yep. All right, let's move right on now to the, uh, to the uh, Alabama matchup against LSU. Alabama's a 28-and-a-half-point favorite. Who would have thought? You know, you think since Nick Saban's been in Alabama, this has been, you know, the game of the year really almost every single year. Pretty much. And to think that Alabama is now a four-touchdown favorite over LSU, it's just kind of – it just kind of shows where LSU is at right now as a program. Uh, and like you mentioned, you know, in the introduction, uh, I don't think Alabama's forgotten what happened two years ago. And it's not really taking the loss, Jake. It's, it's the way LSU handled the law of uh, the win in Tuscaloosa in the post game. Yeah. Uh, they, they celebrated more in that game than they did after the national championship. Yeah. Uh, Coach O acted like, you know, he had just, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just, that's the only way to put it. He acted like somebody who ain't never been there. 
Right. So it was. Uh, I, I don't. I think that left a bad taste in in the players' mouth, and I think it left a bad taste in Nick Saban's mouth as well. I don't think he's forgotten it either. No, because you saw what we did down to, and you know to them last year down in their own home, but now we got them here, and you know them, them guys. I'm sure there has been a quote in the locker room all week of what he said. Yeah. You know, after that game, and them them players have seen that. The ones who were there and experienced that loss, you know, they're going to be fired up. And then them teaching the young ones who wasn't on the roster, like here's, you know, we have a standard at Alabama, and yeah, they did beat us, but you know, show a little bit of class. LSU didn't, and they they showed their rumps. You know, it, it's it's payback time, and yeah. I think it's going to be ugly Saturday. Yeah, and. What I don't understand, Jake, and, and we said we talked about it at the time on the podcast that that the loss didn't bother us near as much as the way they acted after the game, and right. you know that 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 just it's lack of class, um, mm-hmm. you know. And I I liked Ed Orgeron up until that point. He just it really rubbed me the wrong way, and I I know that that video did not mean to you know get surfaced and made to the public, but it never you know, should have. And it no. shouldn't have. I mean, no. that, what happens in the locker room should stay in the locker room. But right. you also also shouldn't be putting that kind of material out there. You know what right. I mean? Exactly. You, you need to be you need to be careful with your words because uh, nothing that he said was going to happen has happened. In fact, the exact opposite has happened. They're nine and nine since winning the national championship, Jake. Yeah, nine and he lost his job. He's lost his job. So yeah. Uh, it's kind of come full circle on, on Coach O. It, you know, life comes at you fast, so uh, you you better be careful what you say and and how you handle certain situations. And yeah. uh, I don't think that's the only situation that he's mishandled. But we're not going to really dive into that. <laughs> right, but yeah, you know, I kind of I I think the realization finally hit Coach O. I think it was in the last week's game or the week before. No, they played they played Florida week before, so it was last week's game. You know, he went for it like on fourth and three. And now, like at the two yard line or whatever, and he just no. That was against Florida. That it was, was against, against Florida. Florida. Okay. Yeah. So he just, I was just like, man, he just don't really seem like. He oh yeah, he's him. he's coaching with no restraints. He's just right. he's letting it all play out. But yeah. as far as this year's game goes, Jake, uh, uh, I expect Alabama to cover the twenty eight points. Uh, LSU's missing a ton of guys in their defense. They they have I think there's ten players. That that played in the game against UCLA to open the season, that are not available against Alabama because of injuries. Yeah. So, uh, I, it's it's not just coaching; it's injuries, it's depth, it's it's a lot of things. Uh, so, they're a team that is reeling, and Alabama seems to be finding its groove right now. Uh, so, I expect Alabama to play well and really dominate LSU. Absolutely, and uh, we we have talked about it, but. Uh... You know, talking about this Alabama team, defensively, ever you know, since the loss to AM, this defense statistically, I cannot say that, has gotten better if you overall. Now, I know we did give up, you know, those three explosive plays a couple weeks ago to Tennessee, but if you take those out, you know, we've talked about it. You know, we shut down their running game and Pretty much without them, without them three three uh, busted coverages, they have about 140, 150 yards passing. Yeah. 
So, I mean, you know, everybody talks about the defense. And, yeah, I've been one that's been harping on Pete Golden since he's been there. But this year I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt. It struggled early, but the defense is starting to click. I mean, the the, the defensive line is finally clicking. They're, and the same thing happened there. last year. The same yeah. thing happened last year, Jake. The defense yeah. played much better in the second half of the season right. than it did in the first half. So, yeah. we might be, you know, kind of – Seeing seeing the same thing again this year, and one one yeah. quick stat here on the defense that I'm not sure a lot of people realize: uh, Alabama is an elite rush defense, and I'm going to tell you why. Right now, oh, <laughs> well, the, the rush defense, Jake, we we're fourth in the country in rush defense, but mm-hmm. we have faced three of the top 13 rushing offenses in college football this year already, and wow. we're still the fourth ranked rush defense in the country. That just shows you we shut them down. So we 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 have played three of the top thirteen rushing teams, and we still have a top five rush defense. So uh, our rush defense is elite, and yeah. and so uh, that's going to carry you a long way. LSU has no running game whatsoever. No. No. Uh, they can't stop the run either. No. So I, I it, it's it could get ugly for LSU. Yeah, and you know we have praised Matt Johnson. I think he's a really good quarterback. But he has no weapons now. No, since, there's – I mean, Tayshaun Boutet's gone. Yeah. He has no weapons. And, I mean, they're, they're going to struggle. He's going to struggle. Yeah. But but for us on the offensive side, like you said, I think Brian Robinson's going to have a big night because they can't stop the run. We'd probably just feed him and Roy Dale. And uh, I think Bryce continues to do Bryce things, you know. Yeah. I, I What I would like to see is, is maybe – a pair of running backs going over 100 yards in this game. That 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 would be great to see. Uh, they also have a lot of problems uh, covering the tight end, and you know the excuse me the tight ends have struggled the past yep. few weeks for for Alabama. It's time and to get them rolling. It's time to get Latu and Billingsley rolling again, mm-hmm. and this would be a great opportunity uh, to do that this week against LSU. So. Uh, there's a lot to look forward to in this game because it's it's kind of a, a game where Alabama wants to seek revenge. It's a game where they can kind of uh, dominate and and kind of show the rest of college football who they are mm-hmm. and, and kind of set the tone for the rest of the season coming off the bye week. Absolutely. And uh, I'm going to give you, uh, you know, since we're getting close to the end of the show, uh, our, our, you know, defensive and offensive MVPs of the week. But here's a stipulation. No Bryce Young, no yeah. Brian Robinson. Okay. And defense, of course, no no Will no. Anderson. Because, I mean, my gosh, they, that dude, that dude's amazing. I mean, he'll, he'll probably have – he'll probably have three, three and a half, four sacks in this game probably. So, <laughs> he could. Um, yeah. So, but – By the way, by the way, you said Will Anderson. Pro Football Focus released oh the God. top four pass rushers in college football, yeah. and the leading sack man in college football was not in the top four. And leading tackle for loss, man. He leads the nation in tackles for loss, and he's I not mean, even like, on there. How do you even have that list without Will Anderson at number one? Because they're garbage. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, that that was awful. I, mean, I, I can't say – I have nothing to say to that because it is pure stupidness. If you don't think Alabama fatigue exists, oh, yes. exhibit A. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, go on. <laughs> yeah, uh, but my defensive player uh, uh, MVP for this week is somebody – there's a guy you took last week, and I still think he's he's got to get rolling here, and he's, he's getting late in the season. I still feel like he's 
he's due to have a big game, and that's Malachi Moore. Uh, you know, we, we love Malachi on this show, and he hasn't been that, you know, been that guy like he was last year, but I still think there's plenty of time. Uh, been a couple of miscut, you know, miscues defensively between him and Jordan Battle. Um, so I think I think he's starting to he's going to start turning the corner here and uh, and offensively MVP. Uh, I'm actually going to go with Roy Dale Williams. You know, I mm-hmm. think he's going to going to show up and show out. Uh, he's going to get plenty of touches because I, I, I figured by the fourth quarter, Brian Robinson is going to have his feet get up on the on the bench because it's <laughs> going to be like. 45 to 10 or something like that. So, you know, Hornets right. going to get a lot of carries. I, I like those picks. I really do. Mm-hmm. And and I'm going to go same position group on defense with you. Mm-hmm. And it's going to surprise some people. But I'm going to go with DeMarco Helms. Ooh, DeMarco that. Helms has had, has had a pretty tough season. And a lot of that has to do with injury. Right. I, I have the feeling that, that with the bye week, and he's kind of played just, you know, sparingly since the Texas A&M game to kind of help heal up. I think he's going to be the healthiest he's been all season. And I think that's going to show uh, this Saturday night against LSU. I think he's going to have a big game. And uh, and I'm not saying in the box score, but I think he's going to let LSU receivers know he's present. You know, he's he's a thumper. And I think I think he's he could make a few big time hits, maybe get a pick. Uh, and you know, believe it or not, he's the third leading tackler on the team. Right. So so I, he's had a, he's had kind of an up and down year. So uh, I, I feel like Demarco Helms is due a big game. The kid's talented. So I, I'm yes. going to go with Demarco Helms on defense and on offense. We talked about how LSU has challenges covering the tight end. I'm going to go with Jaleel Billingsley. Billingsley is a mismatch nightmare. Six four, two hundred thirty something pounds. Runs like a deer. Uh, if if he can hold on to the football like he's shown his entire career other than the last two or three weeks, uh, I, I have a feeling he, he could have a big game against LSU. Absolutely. I love those two picks as well. You know, you you, you picked uh, two guys that need to get it going. I got one that needs to get it going. And, uh, and yeah, so it, it's, it's great. I think, I think we're going to, you know, we're, we're going to be fine this Saturday night. I think, but well, what's your, what's your score prediction? Uh, I'm going to go 52 to 14, Alabama. Uh, I I'm not even sure LSU scores 14, but I'm going to give them 14. Uh, yeah. But I think Alabama easily gets to 50. Yeah, I was going to say 55 to 10. So, so we're right there in the same neighborhood. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So it it probably like I said it probably over by halftime. Yeah, I hope it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, but, it's uh, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, uh, really excited. I, I hope Alabama really punishes LSU. <laughs> I do, too. I, do I, hope too. They, I hope they send Ed O out in the right way. <laughs> yeah, and I know Saban don't like to run, run it up, but Saban, if you get a chance to do this game, do it. I don't care. I, ho- I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, if we score every possession, do it. I don't care. You know. Yep. If there's one second left on the clock, take a timeout. If you're at the one-yard, <laughs> one-foot line and go, go for it, I don't care. You know, Me either. Do it. Me either. But uh, that that's going to do it for today's episode for our, our Alabama versus LSU preview and prediction so, show. Uh, we're both excited about the matchup tomorrow night, excited for Alabama to get back on the field after having a week off. So a lot to look forward to. 
a lot to look forward to uh, next week as the Tide Talk podcast continues to cover the Crimson Tide. We got some Bama hoops coming up next week as well. So really excited about that. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, yes. So it's no, November 9th. Is that Tuesday, I believe? Uh, we can get some some Alabama hoops action. So excited about that as well. Like we said, that's going to do it for today's episode. Make sure you head on over to betonline.ag. Sign up today. Use that promo code BELIEVE50. And on your first deposit, you receive a 50% welcome bonus smash that subscribe button and like and share our content from youtube jake i'm really looking forward to tomorrow night's game roll tide roll tide